Hi, everybody. Welcome back for the final time (gasps) to Best Friends Club. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And we are shocked. (laughs) This is the last one. This is the last one. I honestly, did you think we'd make it to the end? I don't think that I ever thought about it. Like, I know we've been talking about this for a little while and we're like, oh my gosh, it's coming up. Crazy, weird. But like, I don't, I, I don't know. I have a hard time like picturing the future sometimes. I'm and with so, you like, on that. Yeah. I never like pictured us recording the final episode. Yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day and I actually can't, oh, I think it was actually about this, like us recording our last episode. And they were like, can you know, are you sad? Can you believe it? And I was like, you know, it's kind of like at the end of high school where you know, you've known for 12 years that you're going to yeah. be done with high school yeah. at some point. <laughs> and all through senior year, you know, the end is coming. But even like the last week, you're like, this can't really be the end, though. Not because yeah, you can't like, Wait, what? bear to leave, but you're just like, but what else is there what's after high school I don't know it's just you don't yeah you don't have a frame of reference for it so I kind of feel like that with this I'm like I just I don't know I honestly never pictured the end it's weird so yeah so I guess we feel the same about it yeah that's a really good point that analogy or comparison to to high school um people have been asking me too like if I'm sad or how I feel and I mean, definitely it is sad. Like, it's the end of yeah. an era. No end more Jamie and Channies. But, um, but I'm not, I don't know. I'm like, I, I think because it's been such a long time, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to, like, close the page on this book or on this chapter or whatever. Like, I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, like... I don't know. Maybe it is also kind of like when you leave high school and you're like, yes, it's sad. Yes, it was great times. But like it opens the way for some new stuff as well. And you're not going to lose the friends that you made. Yeah. Exactly. Since it was just it's just you and me and it's been you and me for a long time. So so now's a great time to tell you I don't want to be friends anymore. Goodbye. (laughs) What wouldn't that be the shocking reveal? <laughs> in a, in a shocking Long. series end reveal, Renee and oh Ashley are no longer friends. Goodbye. Oh my god! I said good day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was just thinking, if that does ever happen, should we come record an episode like a decade into the future? You and I are both like, okay, so um, we're not friends anymore because Renee. Um, here's what she did. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Tell it was you what, Ashley, guys, obviously. Should we should we commit to airing our dirty laundry on this podcast? Should there ever be any? Yeah, I'm I don't, committed I don't even to like that. joking about this. I just I don't see it. I don't see it. No, I don't see it. It's implausible. Um, no, I honestly think it would be more like one of us coming on the podcast to be like, I have bad news. The other one no longer exists. Oh, geez. I just feel like that's more likely. It's more likely. Not to I be mean, morbid, that, but... That will happen because everybody dies. So but I commit to coming onto the podcast to let you know when Ashley is killed by one blimp every year. 
Wait. <laughs> Doing what she loves. Doing what she blimps. loves. <laughs> Watching her cats. Oh boy. Well, this took a turn. Um anyway, uh so yeah. Yeah, so this is the last episode. Um I uh I don't know. Okay, so at the end of the last episode, episode 16, the one with Rachel's going away party, you know, we have this kind of blow up. Ross loses his mind for the first time in this whole series. You know, yeah, it's very unlike Ross. This is very unross like behavior. <laughs> um, after he has exhibited some other very unross like behavior and uh, trying to control Rachel's life without her permission. So just very unlike him. Um, we're seeing a new side of Ross. Uh, so. He uh, kind of lays into her about not having said goodbye. She says goodbye to everybody personally and doesn't say, he's like, I'm going to take off, doesn't say goodbye to Ross. And he accosts her and is like, Mm. you know, what? I don't mean enough. Oh, it's so hard to say goodbye to five people, you know, and he like, whatever. And she comes over and she's like, oh, you think it's because you don't mean anything? It's because you mean more to me. And then they start kissing. They start kissing. Mm. as they do they kiss fight a lot don't they they do you know it's really funny i actually was watching this episode and i was like man i wonder how much they kissed in 10 years a lot oh we should have been keeping a tally (laughs) do you want to go back (laughs) Uh, yeah um yeah so uh i um yeah, so there's a lot of kissing. And so we we start off this episode with them in Ross's room, which we'd never seen Ross's room before. Have That's we? what I've heard. But I guess it's we haven't seen Ross's room in this apartment. Because we've seen Ross's room with the girl from the copy place. And we've seen Ross's room with Emily but I guess he didn't live in this new apartment. He didn't live in Ugly Naked Guy's apartment yet. Correct. He moved into that apartment after Emily as a post-Rachel cleanse. Remember when Emily like made him move out of his apartment? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Ross and Rachel have not slept together since they conceived Emma. Right. They have had some eye contact, but they, they were had just some very eye like eye contact and, and Rachel, then there was just they kept missing each other. Well with and like, Rachel tried when her father was in the hospital. Oh that's right. Some ill advised sympathy sex and he did not do it. F Y I And also they almost hook up when he's trying to get the baby out of her because she's being so mean to him. <laughs> Oh, that's right. How will you but then ever annoy me? Get that baby out <laughs> no, of you. Seriously, Ross, breathe louder. Um, they um, they have had the very like, is this going to be a thing? Yes or no? And they kind of, it is interesting, right? Because they kind of left it as like, let's revisit this later. But then it's just been too difficult. And then she was like, the guy from the bar called and Ross was upset and feeling like she'd moved on and like, I don't know. So it's just kind of like feelings were hurt. They both think that it's like not happening anymore. And so then when this kiss happens, 
it's, I don't know, how old's Emma now? She just turned one recently, so it's been a lot. Yeah, like, Emma was born at the end of season eight, beginning of season nine. Yeah, so she's almost two. Yeah. So this was, I don't know. This feels like it was, like, a long time coming. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. So so um, I do love at the beginning when she's like, you've learned some new moves. And he's like, yeah, guy at work gave me sex for dummies. Who's laughing now? <laughs> Who's laughing now? Um, yeah. So she's like, I got to go home. And he comes over and tells everyone his business yes well I love the line when he's like they're like what happened he's like I'm not one to kiss and tell but I'm also not one to have sex and shut up we totally did it (laughs) he's such a like teen girl and I love it I know um so yeah so he like tells them and he kind of like is working out his feelings in real time and is like do we want to do I want to be with her okay yeah actually I do want to be with her because I think like yeah he hasn't it sounds silly, but, like, obviously he, like, put a lot of effort into manipulating her professional life. Um, oh, my gosh. You know, so, yeah. like, but it, it, I know it sounds silly, but sometimes you don't even realize why you're doing something, like, what your ultimate motivation is when you're doing it. You're just like, well, I don't want to – I I want her to be here, and I want her to be around. And it's like, well, yeah, because you relove her. But, like, he hasn't actually realized that yet. He hasn't realized why he was so upset – until now and he's like oh yeah I do want to be together like I don't want her to leave you know yes yeah it it does it really seems like he's realizing in real time yeah how he actually right. feels because like that, when because isn't it Phoebe is like well do you want like what do you want and he's like yeah I do I want to be together that is what I want like he realizes it yeah so even though it's like very obvious to the rest of us um so we uh we have him like realizing all this and he's like yeah I gotta tell her how I feel and she comes out and is like last night was great it's the perfect way to say goodbye oh gut punch oh yeah gut punch um yeah I just feel like that is tough like I don't know. Like, uh, I, you know, I get on Ross a lot for not saying what he means. And we watched the one the other day. I was addressing um, Christmas cards and I was watching the one with the creepy holiday card. And mm-hmm. Matt was with me Fun. and he was just like, I like that you were. <laughs> yeah. Life imitates art, you know. Um, <laughs> I watched a lot of other stuff too because it takes forever to address Christmas cards. Um, but. We were watching it, and Matt was just like, it is so ridiculous. He's like, it is the dumbest thing when he's, like, changing the lock and doesn't give her the heads up. Like, he's like, I just can't get oh, over yeah. it. What very a dumb, sh- like, a bonehead move that is. And I'm like, I know. Like, this is very classic Ross to not say how he feels. However, I, you know, I, I can't really blame him for not saying it right now because he's like, oh, I'm going to get rejected, you know? Um, so I understand why he like clams up and doesn't tell her. And then it happens again. Well, when she's like Rachel to Rachel. Yes. Oh, sorry. I thought you were still talking about Timona. Yeah. I mean, well, and they're like in front of people, aren't they? Well, not in like, aren't, aren't 
Phoebe and yeah. Joey's still like in the room. So it's like they are not really appropriate. I, I mean, he could be kind of like, oh, that's not what I was thinking. But I think he's just like stung and surprised by it. Yes. And so I and do so, get like not wanting yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. So but then he tries to muster up the confidence later. And Gunther steals his thunder and is like, I, I love, love you. And I don't know if it changes any of your plans. <laughs> I don't know if it changes anything. That is so funny. And she's like, oh, I love you too. Not in the same way, yeah. but. <laughs> Whenever I see a man with hair like the sun. Um, hair like the sun. Yeah. So like he tries then, a couple times and just like it's getting harder and harder. And um. he's like, but he, I think he, it's kind of revealing because when he's talking to Phoebe later, he's like, it's okay. Like, I'll have a chance. Like, he's just like, this isn't my only chance. I know that she's like moving to Paris today, but like, I can talk to her later. I, I wonder if he's thinking like, once she moves, she'll realize she misses me and misses Emma and whatever. But, but um, Phoebe's like, no, you will not have a chance. Have you ever been to Paris? It's full of hot guys. It's, it's a like city full, full of Gunthers. Gunthers. <laughs> oh, so it's a city full of Gunthers. Ugh, I know. Oh, my gosh. I know. And but so I mean, I is agree. Kind of thinking I feel like, like, yeah, I feel like it's now or never. But um, yes, it is now or never. Um, I, I do get it, though. I really get where like Ross is. He doesn't he, like he thinks it's just him. He doesn't want to ruin things. She's a, you know, when you OK, maybe you don't because you've been married for a long time. And um, but maybe you will remember cast your mind back to unstable relationships you had before uh, your marriage. OK, mm, let's dwell mm. there. Um, have you ever? Let's <laughs> not. Um, do you remember being in relationships where you kind of felt like if you said something at the wrong time? it would like ruin everything and it was like you felt the the relationship felt very fragile yeah I remember feeling like that too and thinking like I okay so speaking about not picturing futures I do remember being in a relationship where I was like I can see a really great future for the two of us but we just need to like get through whatever rocky weirdness there is right now where like he's not sure or you know what I mean like and so I was like I just need to like say the right things to kind of like get us through this rocky beginning to like set us on the right path now look looking back now I'm like absolutely not if 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 the entire relationship hinges on like me saying or doing the right thing or like texting back the right number of times then like that is no relationship but at the time yeah when that's all you know It's very hard to not see that. And so I kind of feel like that's Ross right now is like, I don't want to like come on too strongly and then push her away because she's going to live in Paris and then I'll like really like never see her. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. It makes sense. But it is true. Like you can only see it on the other side that like, yeah, texting the right or wrong number of times or even asking like relationship-based questions thinking like I don't want to scare them away by asking this too soon and I was like I'm always telling people I'm like listen I know it's easier said than done but I'm telling you right now a reasonable person will not be afraid of these questions like you have to talk about this stuff you know otherwise it's not a relationship (laughs) here Um, here and 
I'll say too that it's like asking somebody those types of questions, like most people would realize that it's like asking if somebody wants to get married or wants kids doesn't mean do you want to get married to me right now and start no. trying to have kids tomorrow? Right. It just means, hey, these are some pretty big like life milestones. Are those ones that you want or are those ones you don't want in the future eventually with whoever you end up with? Like right. that all that stuff is like the unsaid like asterisk caveat obviously. But yeah, it's yeah. I I follow a girl on Instagram who used to be like she she shares a lot about kind of like she just had some like really bad dating patterns and behaviors where she just would like contort herself to kind of like fit these other people. And she said that like she loves to start just like asking those types of because she's like, oh, it scared them off. Great. Good. Yeah. Goodbye. Get Not wasting my time. Yeah. And she's like, I would rather spend a lovely weekend by myself with my friends doing things I enjoy than like having a mediocre date with like a wishy-washy person. Ugh, and I was like, I know. that's a really great point. <laughs> I was trying to explain that to someone recently. They were like, no, they're letting me go. It's like really selfless of them. I'm like, oh no, actually I think it's a BS line. And um, they were like, yeah, but they said they couldn't be what I needed and they didn't want to hold me back. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. They don't they could care. be what you needed. They did not want to. And, but I mean, you don't, I mean, that's, you didn't say that, right? Like, did, cause that said sounds it, mean. I said it was BS. And no, I did. I just said it was BS because it is. I'm like, they are tippy toeing around if, and because it has nothing to do with you. They're just unwilling. Basically, this person is unwilling to be like in an adult relationship. They don't want any like, responsibilities or oh okay those kind of things where it's like canceling to hang out with friends when we had a date you know what I mean and I'm like "Mm, I understand if like you're with your friend and you get a flat tire and you have to cancel the date obviously but I don't understand that you were out on your boat all day and now you're tired too tired for our date no I don't understand that that's Um, just like having you around until something more fun comes along or like right I guess I'll make plans with you but I actually Uh don't enjoy that I yeah do you know I think where that is sorry so I I kind of missed it I'm like well what what's the point of telling somebody that but do you know why it's so that when the person that fed them that bs line starts dating somebody else immediately you're not Mm -hmm. surprised and hurt it's like hey actually I would expect that like they're feeding you garbage and like don't like they're gonna go have some bad behavior yeah um well anyway we just really rabbit trailed off here sorry um was this not um a dating advice podcast it could be I thought we were making our transition now that we're done with friends um it's it's Dr. Phil and friends now um, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're um, better than that. So anyway, so Ross can't really say how he feels. We're going to put that on pause for just a minute because babies are being born. They're coming into the world. Baby, excuse me, baby is being born. Baby and, is being born. Yay. And at the la- end of the last episode, Erica was having heartburn. We don't know where she got the burger from, but turns out she's actually having contractions. They take her to the hospital. <laughs> I love the part when they get there that they're like trying to coach her and um, Monica's like, I have to go to the bathroom. He's like, whoa, whoa, you can't leave me alone with her. I don't know what to talk to her about. Which it's funny. She's like, you'll be fine. But what's funny is that she wouldn't let him count the Lamaze 
uh, or whatever. Oh, yeah, the breathing. Wouldn't because let him say breathe. He did it in a Dracula voice and scared her. And scared her. But then she's going to leave him alone. But I mean, I guess well, the girl's got to pee. She's so. got to pee. A girl's got to pee. That's on him. He could just also be quiet. <laughs> um, he could. It's very true. Um, but he can't because Chandler. Right. So anyway, he's like, you had any plans? And she's like, maybe church camp. He's like, maybe don't mention this. <laughs> I don't know. Church camp. <laughs> I feel like she says it the way that that chick said, do you want to go paint mugs? Paint mugs. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Church camp. <laughs> very breathy <laughs> she is very very breathy and very like i don't know um, uh, there was a delicious anna burger <laughs> anna she's anna so Fares. funny though she I is very funny just friends recently which i'm sure we've talked about before she but does look like a strong wind would knock her over she does but she's so funny and just friends. she's just so ridiculous but i love it like i feel like a lot of like female comedic performers can't be both like beautiful and ridiculous like they only want them to be ridiculous you know and like not attractive and I feel like they like pigeonhole them into certain I don't know but I feel like she gets to do both which is really fun because she's really pretty and she's also like hilarious and just plays all these ridiculous characters Maybe it's more recently, but like Emma Stone is beautiful and does like unattractive, funny things. And That's then true. Like That's true. Kristen Wiig as well. Yeah. Oh, which speaking of, yeah. I actually want to, well, we'll get there, but I do want to talk about Bridesmaids because I just rewatched that movie. It is almost, her character is horrendous to watch. I know that's the point. Oh I'm yeah. Like, no, she's, she's a nightmare. She's like a selfish horrible. nightmare. So anyway, it reminded she's me of really the like plane scene though. Pity partying and just like Yeah. Yeah. It reminded you of the plane taking off. No, the plane oh. scene. Oh, the plane scene. Oh, that's right. I'm yeah. here to yeah. party. <laughs> yeah. Um but uh yeah, so they're like having this conversation about Church camp. if it's worse to get kicked in the nuts or have a baby. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I know that's probably the most extreme pain a man could go through other than maybe like kidney stones or something. I actually bet that's probably because all I can think is that labor is hours and hours and hours and getting kicked yes. in the nuts is like momentary. I um, am so sorry, but I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay. You're like, okay. First of all. So when you yes, get kicked, getting in, the nuts, kicked in the nuts, that I'm sure is the most pain that a man has ever felt. And it probably is not momentary. Like there's probably some soreness that lingers or whatever. Labor is hours, hours, yeah. sometimes days. Sometimes it's yeah. more than 24 hours. Right. And also it's, that's just one small part of it. Like you've been uncomfortable for nine months yeah I I, I just the fact that men even think that that's comparable to me is so ludicrous I have to laugh at it yeah I know like cute that you cute with your getting kicked in the nuts yeah. get out of here yeah yeah very cute um, I'm not saying it's not painful I'm just saying sure. it doesn't hold a candle no no I feel like that's like like saying like, oh, I feel like getting shot and getting 
like punched in the arm are, are pretty similar, you know, like, yeah, getting punched in the arm hurts a lot and you might even have a bruise, but like getting the force of a bullet in you is like unimaginable, you know, like they're not the mm. same. Mm. Mm. Um, so <sighs> I like anyway. when Erica is giving labor though and he's giving like, wow, labor? this seems, what is it? What do you in give? labor? Oh, no, she gives labor. No, um, right. It's giving labor. It's giving labor. labor. <laughs> Too much exactly. time on the TikToks, Ashley. Oh, you know I don't have a TikTok. I'm too millennial for that. Um, no, sorry. When she's in labor, I, I think I was going to say giving birth and in labor. And so I oh, just smooshed go. that. There we go. But um, when she's in birth and... Um, <laughs> He's like, wow, this seems painful. And she's like, time to kick you in the nuts and see what's yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so but, then they have the baby. Yeah. I don't like, I don't know. I, I don't know why we love to like show labor on TV. It's a lot. She she does a great job. I, as she an does. actress, would never want to have to simulate giving birth on camera but here's simulate having Anna, labor on a ferris doing it well well i also feel like i would not want chandler helping deliver my baby with all my no, business down there very much not um since he's like not anything close to being like my husband or relative or anything no um no no guy he's I, the baby's father he has nothing to do with my hoo-ha right like in this scenario <laughs> Yeah, so, um, but I I actually, like, as they're like, oh, it's a boy, and um, they're like, oh, it's a boy, it's so beautiful, da-da-da, and I just realized in this moment, I hadn't even thought about if they were having a boy or a girl. Oh, yeah, did they not find out? They never even, like... Um, they don't even talk about it? They don't even talk about like, it. Like, they don't reference it. Oh, no. Interesting. Yeah, so... Uh, can I ask a question? This yeah. is like such a minor thing, but it's logistical. So there comes a time when you can't travel anymore because yeah. it's too high risk. Mm-hmm. So is that the question? Th- this, no, this <laughs> is the preamble. Um, okay. so Erica is in New York right now and it's supposed to be the final time she travels before she gives birth or do we know that she's here to give birth? You know, that's actually a really good question. I um I guess it makes sense that they are that she is having the baby there. Um but in the last episode I feel like they were like, "Oh, we just she'd never, you know, we just wanted to spend time with her." But I guess since okay, so they're they, adopting her, I, it makes they, sense that she's having it there. So, okay, sorry. So she's definitely, the plan was definitely for her to have the baby in New York because that one of the times they say, oh, we just want her to like come meet the doctors and all that stuff before she gives birth. Because I thought that was weird, but um, I guess the plan is rather than give birth in Ohio and them come down there, she's just going to come give birth in New York and then like leave the baby and go home. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't sure if this was because at one point they do say this is her last chance to fly before like before she becomes too pregnant to fly. And so I, I could go back and watch this and try to figure it out. But I, I haven't. And so I was just trying to figure it out in real time because it's like, 
It would make sense if she gives birth a little bit early because it's (laughs) twins. Like that kind of makes sense. And so I'm wondering if that's because remember she wasn't at all expecting to be in labor. She was like, oh, I just had a burger and like I must have stomach cramps. And they're like super surprised she's in labor. So I actually think that's the thing. Mm -hmm. I think she came to visit before she's not allowed to fly anymore. Well, and like surprise surprise she's in that's labor. That's also another weird thing because she if you ha- have twins, they do not let you go past like 37 weeks. I think it's anybody. Oh, you mean birth. for birth. Like, yeah, they'll like induce right. you because the twins get like right. too big and it can just be too, too big, difficult right. at the end. So, like, it's extremely common for them to schedule you at, like, I think at 37 weeks is when they typically – because 37 weeks is considered full term. Like, right? they're not concerned about anything at that point. Because I think that's mainly because period math is, like, you know, they're doing the best they can with the information they have. They don't know exactly when you got pregnant unless you did IVF. Um, But – um, I was just, I guess I was kind of asking that too, because I was wondering like, well, if she can't fly, was she just going to drive from Ohio to New York to have this baby eventually? Like it all just seems logistically complex. Yeah, it does seem complex. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know, but she's having the babies now, so I guess it is what it is, but yes. I, um, I love how they reveal, okay, well, not much time to rest because the next baby's coming. The who's coming in a what now? <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, the next baby will be long any minute. That way. <laughs> oh, and well, I love when Monica's like, oh, Chandler's like, yeah, this is the, these are the faces of two people who are totally in the know. And they're like, Erica, did you know? And she's like, well, they did mention two heartbeats. They said both heartbeats are strong. And I just thought, well, that's great because I'm having a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it it does kind of make sense that she just was a little dumb um, about it because she's just young and naive. Also, twins run in my family. No, I can't. I can't imagine. Oh, yeah. Well, and I was just like, my first thought was like, poor Monica and Chandler because he's freaking out but mostly poor Monica because like they've she would have she'd want to be prepared totally and so now they only have one bassinet one crib one stroller one car seat yeah but yeah they'll figure it out I know but um I love good thing they have all that money (laughs) they've been starting just like borrowing money like a month ago yeah um I uh I love um him freaking out and I love Monica's speech it's so sweet and like I don't know it's just really sweet when she's just like there are children and we're going to take them home like it doesn't I I mean don't get me wrong I love when she's like you're you're freaking out and he's like yeah join me will you (laughs) because like 100% like have your moment we'll give freak out um that's a big change but also yeah I don't think the king is a dying, Yes. So. We'll give them each half a medallion and they'll find each other. That'll be a great day. Yeah. <laughs> Just like in a movie. <laughs> and 
it's a great day for everybody. Oh, Chandler. But yeah, when she's just like, there's not even a question here. Because I could understand being like, okay, well, like, I, I guess if you were just like, no, 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 we really don't want two. We only want one. Um, technically, sh- those babies could go to somebody else on the adoption list and they could have to start all over again. It, you know what I mean? But like, she's just like, absolutely not like there's no questions asked these yeah. are our babies so i know i don't know why her speech just kind of gets me. and you know they've got all that extra space now yeah. at the house um but yeah so you know they got two babies oh and baby names oh yeah we gotta name these kids i guess eventually <laughs> i thought baby girl was so original baby girl <laughs> um so they tell, do they say, they tell Erica first they're going to name the girl baby. Oh, yeah. When she has the next baby and they're like, it's a girl. And Chandler's so happy. It's so yeah, cute. We have one of each. And that's enough. <laughs> um, and that's enough. <laughs> and so, yeah. So they name the girl baby Erica after Anna Ferris, which is so sweet. I know. That is really sweet. Well, and they don't have a choice because Emma was already taken by Rachel. (laughs) So. That's true. Erica. And then. But also her boy name was Daniel and she didn't use it. When was that? Was that the same? When she tells her Emma, she's like, if it's a boy, Daniel. And if it's a girl, I don't want to say. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, um. I like Jack better. So they name they name him Jack after yeah. dad, which I wonder if Judy is upset about. But um, I love the name Jack. I think that's so cute. Well, you know, we don't have any grandchildren. I'm just doing my best, Judy. It was good. Thank you. <laughs> um, yes, I love the name Jack. I think it's super cute. It is very cute. Very, like, cute classic name. Yeah, it is. Jack Bang, reporting. Um, um, <laughs> reporting live. So that's the babies. Yeah, it's the babies. They're here. And I love when they're, like, getting ready to come home. And Joey has his, like, baby kangaroo Triviani oh, poster. poster. Yeah. And uh, then Mike comes in with his chiaroscuro shading. And... <laughs> um, <laughs> Like, like something I whipped you know, up. I know. If I would have had more time. Oh my god. Um, and I feel like I'm much more of a Joey with this kind of stuff. Like it, my artistic pursuits are not that great. Um, in fact, I have I talked about the cat bat. Have I told you guys? About You've the cat told bat? me about the cat bat, but I can't remember if it was okay. on the podcast. All right. Well, let's see. So um, my friends are on a, they call it Sandlot baseball team, which is like old, you know, old guy pickup team. You know, it's like church softball league without the church. And um, they just play other teams in Nashville and everybody has like a team name and kind of a thing. And they're all like, they're all nice guys. A lot of them are musicians. Nobody's like taking it all that seriously. There's only one team in the league that's like they're total jerks. They just are like, I don't know. I feel like they're like guys who probably could have played like AAA baseball but didn't. So they think oh. they're like better than everybody else. I don't else. actually like playing anyway, with people my who fr- aren't good. Those types of guys. Uh, pretty much. 
Yes, exactly. So anyway, my friend, he's the captain. And so he bought all these um, bats. He bought like a pack of bats off eBay, which I guess they were like not overstock, but there was for some reason why the company who makes them can't sell them. Like they're not to the right size or something. They're just slightly off. So we got them really cheap, but they were unfinished. So he was like, I'm going to paint them. Do you want to take one and decorate it? And I was like, can I decorate it any way I want? And he said, yes. And so I painted cats on it. And it looks like a kindergartner painted cats on it because that's my style. <laughs> but it's it's almost, I don't know if it's worse or better. It just really goes with the whole thing. I thought that I had a set of craft like paint brushes like every you know like skinny medium mm-hmm. fat like I Chiseled. thought I had like a pack of 20 that I bought for some project I could not find them I think I got rid of them a while ago probably because like I used them once and never washed them and you know they were junk so I was like crap I don't have a paintbrush and I was like do I have like an old eyeshadow brush do I have like anything that could be a paintbrush I looked for like an hour and I could not find anything in my house and I just was not willing to drive 15 minutes to go to Michael's so I used Q-tips to paint cats. Q-tips. Oh, Q-tips, wow. Which is harder than it sounds because Q-tips are really fuzzy. Yeah. But they're the right they're size. Like a pen tip. Like I tried to use like a pen um, and that was too, it wasn't big enough. It didn't like hold on to enough. Um, then I remembered... Uh, my friend Kate does nails and she gave me all these like they're not imagine like a mascara wand but so small the end of it's so small it's almost like for a Barbie doll like the tip of it <laughs> it's like the length of a q-tip but it's as skinny it's like really really skinny but it has like those type of bristles and so I used those she gave them to me because I was doing my own lash lift and it's like easier to separate your lashes um with those so anyway I had like a whole bag of those and I was like oh I could use those instead but honestly the q-tip worked better so all that to say Joey and I have the same amount of artistic abilities I <laughs> mean like, the cat bat but yeah the the cat bat was the favorite bat of the team it just hit the best and they got the most home runs off of it so I'm just saying not a coincidence you know um I not think a coincidence. you need to post the cat bat I would love to see a picture Okay, I would love to share a picture of the cat bat. Um, I'm also taking orders. If you want it to look like a five-year-old painted something for you, just let me know. I'm just kidding. You don't want that. Um, but uh, anyway, Mike's sign is very funny. Um, um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so there is a there is a bit of another reveal with the baby so they cut they do surprise everybody with the babies by like bringing one in and bringing another in but then when mike which is cute when mike's like i want one and he's like no seriously do you want to make one of those and so that's kind of like okay cool so now mike and phoebe are going to start their family yes which is very cute which one i'll put it in my purse (laughs) um yeah so i do love when they're like, oh, yeah, there's a surprise, and they walk in with baby number one, and then the next one comes in with baby number two, and everybody, like, that's just so fun. Like, what a fun surprise. I love when Rachel's like, I so wish I could stay around and watch you two attempt to handle this. Yeah. Um, one <laughs> other thing we haven't really mentioned, uh, but Joey gets a chicken a duck for, for the housewarming present. Yeah. 
Um, Chick Jr., yeah. Duck Jr., they get stuck on the foosball table. Great name. Monica. Well, they haven't gotten stuck yet. Oh, they have. I was just going to kind of breeze past it. Like, this is what happens. Okay, we can breeze. Sorry. We can breeze. They get, we don't have time for the foul. Um, they get stuck in the table. Monica rips it apart with her bare hands uh, to get them out. But then Chandler was like. <laughs> See you girls later. <laughs> Chandler's like, why don't you keep the chick and the duck? We've got. A lot going on on our side. And yeah, yeah, you can't have newborns and fowl. And so Joey's going to keep... Bird feces. Yeah, bird feces, which is good because now Joey's about to live by himself. For now, at least. Yeah. All alone. Lone, lone, lone. (laughs) What's a wolf got to do to get a hug? To get a hug. (laughs) So yeah. Um, Hey, speaking of... Well, this is a while ago now, but you mentioned how much you love Monica's speech. Uh, Joey gives a speech in this episode. Technically, it's in the first part of the two-parter episode to Ross Mm -hmm. about, like, when he says that Rachel says it's a perfect way to say goodbye. She's still moving. Joey's like, Ross, it's better this way. Now you can move on. Like, you know how she feels. You can find, he's like, you've been talking about moving on for so long. You can now finally imagine 10 years of your life in like a will they, won't they, or like, cause remember it was, it was like season one, she comes in right. Well, and actually even before then he had a crush on her and stuff, but it's like, she's now back in his life. And so it's like, he was trying to get the courage to ask her out for the entire first season you know, and so it's just like for literally for 10 years, they've been like orbiting each other. I just can't. Yeah. I can't fathom that much an entire decade, like your entire 20s. Yeah, I think what is I don't know if it's different, but and they just well, sorry, I'm all jumbled. I feel like both of them have said multiple times like or alluded to like I just kind of thought we would end up together like truly right they have you know and so I think that's what's made it very hard for them to let go because they're like well not right now but someday and someday doesn't mean right now but it is Sunday and so like he's seeing like a hard stop coming up in front of him and he's like oh I didn't actually think that this was gonna happen you know totally totally so and I think if anything he thought they were getting closer to ending up together now that they have a baby Mm -hmm. together and they're on really good terms Mm -hmm. things are going well like and then for them to like hook up he probably is like okay like this is it it's happened and then when it's I didn't think about that before but so anyway so Joey gives this very like heartfelt quite sad speech about like Ross like you have to let her go you have to move on this is what you needed to like finally close that chapter and move on um but Ross is like no I don't want to move on that's I that's no like he just realizes like I can't do that yeah yeah it's like yeah he really is like we said before like he's really realizing this all in real time so like unfortunately the runway is very short on his opportunity um mm-hmm. to do something about it so like 
once the babies come home, Rachel's been like, hey, I got to go. You know, my car's here. And I hate that I have to leave, but I got to go. And she once again says to Ross, I'll never forget last night. It meant the world to me. You know, gives him a hug. And she leaves. Mm. And then once again, in real time, he's like, I have to go after her. Like, I have to go after her. And I love it. Um, Phoebe's like, yay, I'll drive you there. Let's go. Get your coat. Get, Get your, your coat. coat. You like, didn't bring coat. one. She's like, you don't have a coat. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, but yeah, he's going to go stop her at the airport. And so romantic. Uh, it Just, it, you know, movie romantic. I was going to say. I don't know if it's actually somewhat romantic. romantic but, super you know. disruptive for her, but romantic. Didn't he do this yeah. to Emily? Did he get on the plane and she... No, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, because he said, I love you. And she said, thank you. Because Monica made him. I can't remember what happened with Emily. It doesn't matter. It's in the past. (laughs) Well, he went to the airport for their honeymoon and then went on their honeymoon with Rachel. Yes, but then he got. And Emily saw it. And he ran away. But then remember, he was like. So he. But he. Oh, with the Toblerone. That's right. At the airport. And he was like, yes. I love you. Oh, that was before their wedding. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because they were only yeah, together were for like two weeks. And he was like, whatever. We know that it's two weeks. Like, that's, that's, we said that was it. And she's like, yeah, but you've spent every single day together. Like, this isn't just two yeah. weeks. You need to go say I love you. That's right. That's what the one with the free porn. Because she was like, and, and then maybe the yes. cockpit will open. And then and she's like, okay, we got to turn up the porn. <laughs> we got to turn it up. Yeah, because Emily flies back to New York and he flies to London. And he's like calling from the paper yes, outside her apartment. That's right. Um, I love you. Thank you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, so that's it. So Phoebe's going to – not that's it, but – it's decided Phoebe's going to drive him to the airport yeah. to go catch Rachel yeah. before she gets on the plane. I don't know how and I feel about this. It's stressful. It's stressful, but you know what? I think it's better to just lay it all out on the table. Should he have done it sooner? Probably. But you know what? <laughs> I think it's kind of the now or never. Like she's going to move. She's not going to move back. I just feel like you know? she's made like, up her mind. Like, If she wanted to stay, don't you feel like she would have? I don't know. I don't either, but it feels manipulative. I don't know. It feels controlling again. I don't know. I, I don't disagree with you, but I do think that, like I said, both of them always thought that someday they would end up together. And this is like very, this happened very quickly. It's not like she decided to move to Paris six months ago. It was like a week ago. Yeah, that's true. And it's like, as these things are creeping up, you know, if we want to go back to the high school analogy, you're like, oh, it's like grad night. Oh my gosh, it's graduation. Oh my gosh, like I don't have to go to school tomorrow. Oh my gosh, I'm starting college. Like it just kind of hits you when it hits you. And you don't really I don't know you just don't it seems so obvious but in the same way you don't see it coming sometimes and just like I mean we'll get there but like I don't think that she's fully thought it through either from this perspective you know I guess thinking about it like I was just thinking about when I moved to New Zealand if somebody would have come like confess their love to try to stop me I probably I could think of a few people who probably wanted to well 
thankfully they did not. Um, I, I was thinking about it though, and I was like, that would be disruptive and confusing for me, but I suppose they would be well within their rights to do it. If they, like, yeah, but if you're not going to add, because it's kind of like we've said before, like, if you're not going to advocate for yourself, nobody else is. Yeah. And it's not yeah. like he's been telling her, I don't want to be with you. I don't want to be with yeah. you. I don't want to be with you. Oh, you're leaving. Wait a minute. Now I want to be with you. That would be yes. super, super not cool. So I guess I'm now yeah. coming around to like, well, he does just need to, he should have done it sooner. He hasn't. And so like, he does need to just, he's well within his rights to tell her how he feels. Yeah. And I think like, you you know, you moving, good example. But I also think like, it would have just been more awkward for you if any of those guys showed up because you would have been like, it would have been more of a Gunther thing. You would have been like, I love you too. Not like that. Yeah. No, I'm none not of them were like my plans. My on again, off again. Right. Yeah. But like, you know, for example's sake, like if something changed with you and Ben and he came to get you before you moved back to the States or something, like, you know, I don't yeah. know. That's different. You're right. Um, That is, I don't know. Uh, romance. I don't it seems know. more like, romantic, but it's it's all very... It's it's very tough, very difficult. It is. And and I really do like like I said, you know me. I'm normally not like an advocate for Ross, but I feel like two things are at play here. One, I don't think he realized like that he loves her. He just like thought he didn't want her to, you know, he like thought it was all these other things. And then he was like, "Oh no, I actually love her. Like she can't go." And then he has like those two moments where he's gonna tell her and just basically like you know, she says it was the perfect way to say goodbye and then Gunther <laughs> lays it all out and she's she rejects him and so he just gets terrified he's like she's gonna say no and I you know can't live I'll just keep it to myself but basically then there keep being these little glimpses and her saying like I'll never forget last night it was so meaningful to me he's like oh my gosh I have to tell her like it just I feel like it just like reignites something where he's like there is a chance and I I have to it's now or never I just have to do it um I I don't want to discount that I can't imagine being in Rachel's shoes this is crazy town yes but I think if I'm Ross I will spend the rest of my life wondering yeah if I don't do this Um, you know what was I gonna say I think it's funny how many times you and I have flip-flopped on defending Ross (laughs) because I fully walked into this podcast five years ago or whatever it was um, as a Ross head. As a Ross head. And thinking like, no, he's actually like really likable. Maybe my favorite character, blah, blah, blah. And like, don't get me wrong. I like all of them. But I do think he was my favorite, whereas so many people like loathe him. And like now really um, picking through it, there have been some times where I'm like indefensible, can't stand by it. And you're like, well, I could see. So it's it's been interesting. I like it. I like that it's given us both. Um, wider perspectives. Yes, I agree. As constructive conversation always does. Agree. Right? Yes. No, I, I, like, I don't you know. I don't agree. <laughs> no, I disagree wholeheartedly. No, I'm, I hadn't thought about it before, but yeah, probably. Okay, so they're in the death um, cab for cutie. What is that? Oh, I was like, what is that? Well, it's a great band, and it's Phoebe's it's a great drive to the great airport. Band. If you can see that 20-year anniversary with the Postal Service, do it. Oh, are they doing, they still a, got it. Are they doing a 20-year anniversary tour with Postal Service? Did you see well, that they, in Vegas? 
I saw him in Vegas in the fall. So they did. They just did like a summer into fall thing, but they just announced sometime I don't know around Thanksgiving that they are doing more dates into like I think starting this spring, spring and summer. Any of twenty four international. I don't remember. I just know they are coming to Nashville, but I'm already going to be out of town, so I will not be going a second time. Oh. So someone else should go in my place. Um, but anyway, yeah, if you see them coming through, the, the I, you know, you're like, mm, 20 years, guys. I don't know how this is going to go, <laughs> but they've still got it. It was a super fun show, and the quality is still there. The lighting was fabulous, so Ooh. put it on your the list. The lighting. You the were le- well, up you know, there. Sometimes it's like a boring. And down here. <laughs> um, it is international in that they're going to Canada twice. Canada? Oh, and they're going to, <laughs> they're doing a festival in London and what looks to be a festival Ooh. in Portugal. That's Fun. kind of not what I'm after here, folks. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but anyway, they're in. Phoebe's death cab for cutie and that guy gets in and he's like you have to take any passenger the law says get out of the cab what's your medallion number get out of the cab (laughs) that's so funny oh my gosh it's so funny um but yeah I love how intense they both are yelling at him oh yeah it's great it's so funny um so they drive insanely (laughs) Over the freaking bridge. I don't know what bridge they're on. Whichever one goes um, to JFK from Manhattan. one goes I don't to know the JFK from Manhattan. I'm going to say George Washington Bridge. Okay. I know that is a bridge. Didn't know he had one. I don't know sure. if that's that bridge. But he has one. Um, and uh, they're driving. They're driving crazy. And uh, they get there. And Phoebe's like, you can't just go through. You have to get a ticket, which it's really funny because pre-9-11, you could do that. And I almost feel like they called that out like that because it was such a new thing. Oh, like, right. It's actually a good plot point that he doesn't really remember because if you haven't flown in like a year or two, you wouldn't know that, you know? That's and now, a really like, good point. None of us, now we all know. None of us think but it's now we all know. Well, funny. in New Zealand, you can just do whatever you want. Pretty but, much. Um, speaking um, of that, though, I always think that about the whole like, okay, everybody, you can't smoke, and I'm like, it has literally been fifty years since you could smoke on an airplane in America, at least. So like, the vaping, I kind of get because people vape indoors, and so maybe they would have thought right. that was okay, and so calling that out. But like, that's like a last three five years thing and they've been like I know hammering home the smoking sign (laughs) for like anyway it's funny I know I actually feel like we were probably pretty close to not having to say that anymore and then vaping and e-cigarettes inside became somehow it's not socially acceptable but but people people do do it anyway think it's fine and I just it's so annoying to me I'm like what are you 12 like people think they're so they like lean down and vape and then there's smoke coming out around them. It's like, you don't think we know what you're doing? Do you mean Not on planes? On an airplane. Oh, I was like, really? No, I haven't seen it on a plane. But I've seen a lot of people do it at like restaurants, concerts, like indoor places that you are not supposed to be vaping. But for whatever reason, people think it's 
not that big of a deal and they're not going to get caught. I think like, that oh, it's just did. addictive. I think it's just as addictive as cigarettes, but yeah. like you don't oh, get sure tackled is. when you like, you know, you can get kicked out for smoking and smoking a cigarette inside and everybody will like look at you, which also that used to be allowed. And so maybe in like five years, people will feel publicly shamed for vaping inside. Maybe. I watched Let's The start. Holiday the other Let's night. Start Let's start shaming them. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I watched The Holiday the other night, which I think that that came out like right around our senior year of high school. So like 03, 04. And have you watched that in recent years or no? The Holiday? Yeah. Um, it was, I probably watched it in the last two or three years. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, in the beginning when she like finds out that her ex is engaged, they're like at the Christmas party yes. at the newspaper she works at. Yes. She's talking to her friend and they're like laying out, you know, the story for you. Like yeah. what happened with them, whatever. Her friend is smoking inside at the holiday party. And I was like, weird. 2004. Like this wasn't like a movie from the 80s. And it's, you know. She, oh, she lives in California. London. Oh, she, no, she lives oh, in London. Oh, sorry. That's right. We were talking about not Cameron Diaz, Kate Williams. Yeah. I guess were they still allowed to smoke inside in London? Because in 2004, you know, Florida had finally come on board or was just about to. Oh, Florida, when I started working in restaurants in 2001, the law had been passed. Oh, it had. But yeah. in Florida itself, I thought that you still had to deal with smoking inside. I did not have okay. to deal with smoking. Wow, inside. so London was a late adopter. The Europeans do yeah. love to smoke. Nashville, Nashville, um, when I worked up it? here at a restaurant. Yeah. No, but in 2007 when I worked in a restaurant, my restaurant didn't allow smoking, but some did. And currently, you can still smoke in bars if they don't serve food. I think that's true across all of the U.S., isn't it? It might be. It might be. But basically, like, the only way to get around it is all you can serve is, like, peanuts you know yeah. like bar mix kind right. of thing um but even like we went to santa's when you girls were here yeah. the karaoke bar i don't think anyone was smoking. nobody was smoking so i wonder if they i wonder if they they might it. have gotten rid of it santa's has changed yeah because i don't think any laws changed anyway santa's has changed it's a lot more yuppie than it used to be yeah. anyway um also this just in the holiday came out in 2006 oh wow i thought it was older than that I did too, but I lived in London in 2007, and I can't remember anybody smoking inside, Renee, but I don't know. Can I what? say something unpopular? I feel like it's our last episode, oh and it's time to like confess things. You actually are smoking right now? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I have not picked up smoking. I don't think I like Love Great. Actually. Okay. I've seen it. That is unpopular. All the way through maybe like once. And I just like. Okay. A lot of people are like not. You don't really want to root for them. You know what I mean? Like there's. I don't know. I just. Agreed. I don't really. Rem like I love the holiday. I would watch that every Christmas. I don't really. I don't really like love actually. And I'm sorry. Maybe everybody hates me now and you've just thrown your phone or wherever. Don't crash your cars. But yeah, unpopular opinion. <laughs> are there any Christmas movies you don't like that are unpopular opinion? Oh, plenty. Plenty. Um, I'm actually a very picky Christmas movie and music consumer. Um, I understand my love. Because love actually is not traditional. Like a lot of it is like. Uh, non-traditional love stories it's very british like, maybe that's why i don't like it 
Maybe. I mean, I love it, but like, I have a hard time, like, Alan Rickman and his affair. Maybe it's because I, I like, really I, like I Alan Rickman, that. and so I hate yeah. his character in this. I hate it. And like, yeah, so I understand that. Um, I mean, I've never seen, I've seen most of Christmas Vacation. Oh, I've I never really seen think that. It's that funny. I, I've seen scenes from A Christmas Story. I don't think they're funny. I don't think I've seen um, that either. I don't think this is a big deal amongst our age group, these ones you're mentioning. Okay. Um, I guess what else is there? Um, I finally saw – I had only seen The Family Stone once, and I don't remember liking it. Oh, um, I, I think I saw it on an airplane. Stone. But my sister and I just watched it when she was here. And I – again, the, I don't like how mean they are. Um, but I – I enjoyed it this time around. It was good. I actually paid attention and I liked it. I think I like that it feels kind of like how a real family might feel. Like it's not just polished up. Not that it's like realistic necessarily, but like the tension between the siblings and the parents and, you know, I don't know. I like it. I I love Levac. I mean, I love um, Family Stone. It was good. It was good. Um, I I mean I love Home Alone. I love Home Alone 2. I love the Santa Claus. Oh, this is probably gonna be my unpopular one. Are you ready? Yeah. I like Elf. I don't love Elf. Oh, okay. There you go. I wonder if that one's popular. I like it and I have n- I have no problem watching it, but it's not what I like reach for for my Christmas movies. Right. I haven't seen that in a... Well, I guess we watched it at Lydia's house. Um, Did we? It was on... I mean, we were watching... Yeah, yeah. It was one of the ones that was on. We weren't, like, sitting down watching it, but it was... It came on. But other than that, I have not seen it in a very long time. And I'm with you. I I probably wouldn't opt to put it on. So I actually think I know why I don't love it, because I think Will Ferrell is great in it. Like... His childlike wonder yeah. that he has in that character is fantastic. I deeply dislike Zoe De Chanel in it. Oh, really? Yes, I think that she's annoying. I hate that they her blonde hair. She looks like a ghost of herself. Like she looks like she has gone septic. I wonder her skin why tone with they that blonde made hair. her blonde. Like because she's definitely not. I don't know. I wonder if she was already blonde I also this is another unpopular opinion oh the unpopular Here opinions podcast um I I think that she has a nice voice but it is not necessarily my style and I think it's annoying how much they make her sing and I actually hate when they have her sing in new girl too uh okay so. I don't know, so I'm just not. But Renee, she's quirky. All the time. Okay, that's fine. Fair enough. Do, is that, I know, but I actually think that she's better in like a comic quirky thing yeah. than this like cynical serious the weird thing. It just emo, doesn't. I don't annoyed. know. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, that's. I think that's that. Thank you for matching me there. I think that is probably the unpopular opinion. So. Sorry. And what I really yes. want to talk about. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, <laughs> how did we get? My bad. So let's. No, but you know what? Have you seen Spirited? No. With Ryan Reynolds and um, Will Ferrell. Isn't it a cartoon? Oh, I'm thinking Spirited Away, the the manga or whatever it is, the anime. Um, Spirited, no, I have not. It is 
very good and you should watch it. Okay. I will. Thank you. I've been I've been watching you Christmas movies. Actually should watch no, it. I will. I actually will. Okay. It's very funny. I've watched a couple and, and crappy great. Christmas movies lately, but just to like because I don't normally do the like um Hallmark Christmas movie whatever. Um but yeah. now I am. So I will add spirited. <laughs> oh, it's not a Hallmark Christmas movie, but is it a Christmas movie? It is a Christmas movie. Cool. Okay, great. Okay. Thanks for coming to our TED Thank Talk. you for Christmas. Um, okay. The, they're in the cab. Thank you for Christmas. They're in the cab. They're in the cab, yes. And no, no, no. They're at the airport and they have to get the ticket. That's oh, why we started sorry. talking about this. I don't know how really, but that's how we got here. Um, so anyway. So that's right. Do so the he's whole like, bit. I'm going to get one ticket. Get ticket. And I love how Phoebe's like, I yeah. don't even get to come watch. And so he gets mm-hmm. two tickets so they can get through the gate. Which, you know what's kind of funny is that all this talk about security and the only, like, they're like, oh, yeah, buy me a ticket to anywhere just so they can get through security. That's a good point. That doesn't How is throw that up any more flags? safe? <laughs> right. Like, that, that to me would be like, yeah, you're not getting a ticket to anywhere. Even though I have heard recently that some airlines are selling, like, an entrance ticket to like be able to go say goodbye to people at the gate kind of thing oh so it's because they want people uh, to spend money at the restaurants in the airport oh that's smart so it's like yeah it's like 25 bucks and you can get but like you still have to get screened and stuff you can get past security sure you just can't get on but that's the other thing is like couldn't they just like enter like take your eye because now they like scan your id it's not like they just look at it they scan it that's true and you'd be in the system you'd be in the system so if you're scanned in it, and you go through security. Well, look, who cares? I do think it is. Oh, let's not get into this. I was going to say, because I know at the gate, they they scan you again before you're allowed to get on the plane. But those that is not a foolproof system. And so I do think that it's like at right. least having those two. You know what I mean? It's like it, we've got yeah. two checkpoints right now. Um, yeah. But I guess if they're selling people entrance tickets, that's. Yeah. There goes that. They're kind of in. BS. Yeah. Great. Mm. I mean, well, it's all kind of a racket, honestly. It's all yeah. about, and that's capitalism, baby. We're we're <laughs> all very safe from four ounce liquids. So, <laughs> and just in case shoes. you were staying, you were up, you were up all night worried about shoes and four ounce liquids and lithium batteries on your plane. Um, Anyway. Rest assured, TSA is there so to make sure. So Ross and Rachel get through, get and they're like, "Which gate is she at?" And Rachel, Ross yeah, and twenty-seven like B. Yeah, and they're like, "We don't um, see it. Where's what's her yeah. flight number? That's definitely it." So they call Monica, Phoebe. Hi, Monica. Here's Ross. <laughs> she could oh, have asked. And then she does the annoying thing with the babies. Oh, that is so funny. The babies just did a cute Monica, Monica, Monica. <laughs> um, it's precious. And so he's like, "What's Rachel's?" flight number and Monica says and he's like it's not here how could we have missed it and she's like no because it's not supposed to leave for another 20 minutes so definitely they've cut it really close um yeah oh and mind you this whole time while this is all going on Rachel is in the line to board and she's about to get on the flight but she like misplaces her boarding pass and so she has to like step out of the line and she's going to be the last person on. So, like, it is a little bit like, oh, wow, okay, are they going to make it to her in time? Yeah. And then they find out 
she is at Newark, not JFK. They are at JFK. How far apart are those two airports? I'm about to tell you, but my guess is 60 to 90 minutes. Yeah, I was going to yeah, guess 54 minutes. an hour and then like double it for traffic. Yeah. So the only thing it has going for it, which I actually didn't realize, is that you can basically, you don't, I thought you had to go through Manhattan, but you can go down, you can like stay on Long Island and like stay down and go into Staten Island. Oh, wow. There you go. Um, Staten Island. Renee's planning her next trip. I forget how big it is. No, I'm just like, I always forget how big Staten Island is. In my head, it's like a smaller place, but it's like three times the size of Manhattan. Um, yeah, so yeah, 54 minutes. So like, and I bet without traffic, it's still 40, you know, even if it was like the middle of the night and there was no traffic. It's just, it's 33 and miles And that's like away. once you're in your car. So they now have to get out of the airport, go get the car, get out of the car, you know, the, yeah. air, the airport parking lot. And then, like, basically do this all over again. Get to the airport, park, um, mm-hmm. buy tickets to get through. Like, it's just, he's like, there's no way. Like, she leaves in 20 minutes. Yeah. There's no way. And Phoebe's like, not with that yeah. attitude. <laughs> Hold my beer is what Phoebe says. Um, because she calls Rachel and is like, I have a feeling everything is not okay. Well, there's that's right. She calls Rachel. Left and she's trying to get Ross. And he's like, I'm not doing this over the phone. But she's like, you're out of options. You have to do it over the phone. Um, otherwise, she's going to go to city full of Gunthers and so he won't do it and so she's so she just has to make something up and I do like her Hail Mary here where she's like something's wrong get off the plane you know she's like trying to buy them time um yeah so and I love that Rachel like waves it off but then the guy was like what was that about so the guy I don't know the actor's (laughs) name which I should he is the dean in community and so all my community heads out oh. there would totally recognize Dean, 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 Dean. I love him. Okay. And basically the Dean is this exact same energy. Okay. Yeah. He's like chaotic. nervous, amped. Um, nervous, okay. amped, even when like, stressed, like so tightly strung and stressed. But like even when he's happy, you're just like, Duh, like waiting for right underneath, you know, something, uh, something's right underneath. Yeah. Right underneath the surface. Um, well, did you? Re- I recognize the flight attendant that's like trying to talk. Them oh off yeah, the ledge. I don't. She well, I don't know her name, but she was in uh, a couple episodes of Suits, and I think that's where I recognize her from. Oh, who is she in Suits? Um, or like what? Ty- what I don't remember. Type of character. I don't know. I feel like she was like so, like oh, like uh oh my gosh, what's the word? She was like one of their clients, so she's in like a couple episodes, oh. really like working on her case kind of thing, if I remember correctly. But I definitely, it's like the way she talks. I feel like that's how I recognize people most of the time. It's like has nothing to do with the way they look. It's all about like the way they deliver words. The in- I don't know. I just inflection. Yeah, like their inflection, the way they talk. Hmm. Um. So anyway, but um. The uh, when the other lady like overhears it, when I was saying earlier, it made me think of bridesmaids because when they get they get on the plane in bridesmaids, and Kristen Wiig is like, 
you know, panicking. And she's sitting next to that other girl who is panicking. Oh, yeah. That she's like, I had a dream last night. You were in it. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> Which I don't think I've told this story, but I, um, when I was like 19 or 20, I worked at a youth group and I mm. worked at this youth group with my friend, Jonathan, mm. and we were 19 or 20, you know, very young. All the kids in our youth group were like 14 to 17. So I don't know how we were in charge, but we were. And we took them on a ski trip, just the two of us, 19 or 20 year olds, um, to Pennsylvania from Florida. We flew to Pennsylvania. And so me and Jonathan and like, you know, 10 kids. And the night before the trip, I don't – flying has never really bothered me. Mm-hmm. Um, the night before the trip, I had a dream that our plane crashed, and it was our second flight. And it was very vivid. Like, he was sitting next to me, and we were going down and all this stuff. And so I was, like, very nervous on the flight. And we take the first flight. It's totally fine. We take the second flight. We're, like, in the final descent. And I'm like, okay, we're almost there. Like, it's totally fine. I look over at Jonathan, and I was like, I had the craziest dream last night. I – had a dream that our second flight like crashed you know and I think in my dream maybe it was like right after takeoff or something I can't remember because I felt like very comfortable sharing this with him in our final descent and he just kind of like pushes his lips together and kind of like nods his head that kind of like okay Renee like cool story kind of look and I was like oh he thinks I'm crazy whatever so we land Literally, as soon as we land, he's like, Renee, I had the same dream. That is terrifying. And I knew I couldn't tell you because you would freak out. And then I would freak out. And then everybody would freak out. But I like, he said that and just everything in my stomach dropped. Like everything just turned upside down in my body. Good on him for not sharing that. But like imagine. I know. He's just sitting there being like, I know. a lot of responsibility on that 17 year old. Mm Mm-hmm. Or 19-year-old oh or Oh, my gosh. Um, I know. I was so impressed that he didn't say anything. Okay. I'm just going to quickly go back because that actress's name is Paula Newsom, the stewardess. Okay. She was not credited, which she should have been because she had multiple lines. Um, you are right. She was in one episode of Suits. So really good okay. job for remembering that. Um, did you ever watch Barry, the TV show with... Bill no. Hader and Henry Winkler. She's the detective mm-hmm. in Barry. So um, it's funny. Okay. So she's like kind of got like okay. a, not a big role, but like a recognizable one. Okay. So there we go. Because um, like the ticket okay. agent is credited. Man in cab is credited. She told male passenger hmm. is credited. Um, not the dean, but somebody else. Oh, Jim Rash. He's nervous male passenger. Yeah, she definitely should have mm. been. Anyway, um, yes. So they, he's like, the left phalange is not, there's something wrong. And she's like, there's no phalange. (laughs) And so they deboard the plane and Phoebe and Phoebe and um, Ross actually don't know that she's gotten off the plane, but they just go for it anyway. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Oh, no. I think they do know. Well, no, because remember she hangs up and she's like, 
she's like, don't be silly. And then that's when everyone else gets all freaked out. And then they like are leaving. And she's like, that's true. Okay, well, yeah, if you guys are all going, I'm going. Maybe she did call back. And so they were like, let's do it. I don't know. Uh, Do they cut something out? Does she call back? Not that I remember. I don't know of anything like that. But she doesn't call back. Mm. Um, When they had called her at first, they're like, hey, just for reference, like, did you like just board? And she's like, yeah. And they're like, we would have caught her. Um, But I don't think they, I don't think they call back. They just like. Yeah. I think they just try I feel like there's a deleted scene where they. Where she calls back and says what? Um, and says that uh, she like gets mad at Phoebe for for doing that. I feel like I like have this vague memory. Hmm. I don't know. Mm. Oh, well. Well, anyway. Yeah. Because why did they keep coming to the airport otherwise? Right. That's a good point. Maybe there was one. I'm just not remembering it. Um, so they do go to the airport and yeah. get through. I don't know if we see them do the whole like buying more tickets and getting through and all that stuff. But I do love in the one of it where Phoebe just runs ahead and um, Ross like goes through the the line with like the ribbons and stuff. Like he has to like do it properly. Mm-hmm. Oh, funny. Um, and so they get to the gate. And she's just boarded. And Ross, again, is like, oh, no, we've missed her. And Phoebe screams at the top of her lungs, Rachel! I know. (laughs) So loud. And she comes out. And she's like, okay, Ross, you're on. Ugh. Do you want to do a dramatic reenactment reading? I'm just kidding. No, I don't. I don't either. It, it is like, oh, I was like crying through the whole thing because oh, in a were rare, you? oh my gosh, yes. In a rare Ross moment, he was just being so honest. And like we said, the timing, not the best. Um, but you can just tell he's just like he just loves her and yeah. wants to be with her and she is beside herself and I think that's what makes me so sad is like you can see how painful it is for her to like I don't think to hear it necessarily but to like be in this moment that she's in where like she doesn't have time to actually make a choice about this. Her choice has already been made and it was getting on the plane, you know, but it's like, you can see it's like physically uncomfortable. Well, and like, um, it's a little weird cause he is being honest, but he's just like, don't go. He's not saying like, yeah, I love you so much. Like, don't like this meant so much to me. Didn't it mean something to you too? Don't you want to stay? He's just like, but Rachel, I love you. Don't go. And I, you know what I mean? Which is like yeah. tough. Cause it's like, yeah. you've come to that realization but she hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, and she's like, I'm sorry, I have to. And so then she just like seems kind of like the mean one. Not, not, I don't think so. But I could see like in her head where she feels like she's the mean one. Like, you know, being like, no, get off of me. I need to go get on this plane. Yeah. 
oh gosh it's just on the one hand like, and she's just like i'm sorry she is I'm just sorry. like she's like choosing herself and her career i don't know which like isn't yeah. necessarily like it's not a bad thing right no no it's not a bad thing but i don't think it's a bad thing for her to choose loving ross either no i yeah. i don't either it's just that like she can choose either one. And I guess it's just like in this moment, that's what's top of mind for her. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Well, and like, I don't, I'm not surprised that she just didn't get on the plane. Cause you're just like, whoa, this is out of left field. What are you? Oh, you totally. Know, just so caught off and, guard. And the stupid and guy's so, like, ma'am, ma'am, are you getting on? Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. So she, she can't even like be like, oh, let's go talk for a few minutes. This is just like, you've just been given this information. The doors are about to shut. Yeah. Yeah. So I do feel like if it was me and I was Rachel, I probably would do the same thing of getting on the plane yeah me too and then thinking about it and then having to call him back right and being like so but she gets on the plane and like he's just oh gosh she's sad and he's sad oh, and like oh and my when gosh, phoebe gives him the hug that is so I sad know. and sweet and like he yeah so phoebe goes back and um chandler and monica and maybe joey they're like where is he and she's like no, he yeah. told her she got on the plane. He just didn't feel like seeing anybody. Fair. Yeah. Huge, huge fair. Um, so he goes home and has a message on his answering machine from Rachel. Mm-hmm. And I don't like her tone in this, but whatever. She's trying to be I like. I don't either. It's, it's weird. It's weird. It doesn't sound like her at all. Anyone. Yeah. When yeah. she's just like. Ross, it's Rachel. I'm on the plane and you said all those nice things. It just, it sounds like she's talking really like soft, like, hola. It's like almost like that. It just doesn't feel mm-hmm. very hola. Rachel, but, um, yeah. But yeah. And she's like, you said all those nice things and, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I didn't even get to say anything back to you. And of course I love you. And then, yes, it's the very non believable, I love you. I love you. Maybe she didn't like the writing. Yeah. Like maybe it was just like really hard to act that. But um, yeah, I don't know. What but, am like, I doing? Her... I love you. Yeah, yeah. Her realizing it now in real time. Yes. And so I need to get and... off the pl- off the plane, ma'am. You need to sit down. No, miss, please. Let her off yeah. the plane. <laughs> and yeah, and like then the line goes dead. I love him having like. You need the humor in that moment, right? Of like the two sides, like him arguing with the answering machine. Yes. Because it's sad. Do it for love. Um, yeah. Did she get on. off the plane? And then <gasps> I got off the plane. Mm, she's in, she walked mm. out the door. Which I love that. It's perfect. Well. It's like a perfect moment. Um, The audience surely seems to agree with you by the sound of whooping and hooting and hollering whooping whooping yeah i just love him like having the conversation with the machine and how they move like his door out of out of focus yeah or out of and then rachel's just right there it's so great 
there's something about it. It does. I don't fully love it. If I'm being honest, um, it just. They do say, okay, that's it. We're done being stupid. It's us. It's you and me. It's us. And look, I do I do like that. I like them together for Emma. Like, I think they could be cute and make it work. But I think what bugs me is that, like, we kind of said this a few, maybe it was, like, just last episode or whatever when Ross was, like, trying to get Rachel her job back unbeknownst to her. Like, he really hasn't changed any of his ways Mm-mm. And so maybe that yeah. to me, like, you're totally right. She's allowed to choose love and she's allowed to choose loving Ross. But and like she's going to have a perfectly great job in New York. Or maybe she'll realize that she wants to do something else because she had said before, like, you know, I've gotten everything I could out of this job. So maybe she'll maybe that's the catalyst for her to move on and like find happiness professionally elsewhere. But there's just something about her putting her own, like, what she was so excited about and her own self aside. Uh, she she realizes she loves them. She has a baby with them. That's great. I think it's just the mm-hmm. fact that, like, how's it going to be different this time? Ross has not changed. <laughs> I know. I know. That's – but you know what? We don't have to worry about that right now. You're right. I can be over it. I don't know. But – I do really hate that he's like, we're not going to mess around this time unless we're on a break. Yeah, not the time. Don't make jokes. I'm like, just why are you? Why? 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 We had to like, I think this is just like we had to get that line in one more time. And I'm like, no, he didn't. Mm -hmm. We didn't have to. Um, And then, so I, I forgot to ask about this earlier. But while we're dumping on Ross, let's just go ahead and get it all of our okay. system. Um, when Rachel sees them in, I think, in the coffee shop before Gunther, like, professes his love, she's like, okay, I dropped Emma off at my mother's, and she's going to bring her on Sunday. And Ross is sitting right there. And I was like, why isn't Emma staying with her father? until sunday <laughs> why why maybe he has his other child why, out of wedlock at his house this weekend i guess like i could understand why her mom is the one flying her over right because like, ross has to go to work to like help G- come get Judy settled and whatever her name is doesn't yeah. yeah 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 like that actually makes a lot of sense to me um it doesn't make sense why she's staying with her grandma for two or three days when her parent is right there <sighs> whatever um and yeah like we've said they've not mentioned once that she's just taken his kid across the you know continent different continent yeah he doesn't seem too bothered no he just can't he can't imagine not seeing rachel every day he's fine with not he's seeing his fine kid with not so seeing his daughter <laughs> child smiled whatever um, um but anyway she got off the plane yes the final scene? and the only thing oh. i wish we saw is everybody else seeing Ross and Rachel back together officially? Oh, like yeah. they don't have a reveal, you know? That's a good point. They just are like all in the apartment with the last few items being moved out. Um, and that's a good point because it yeah. would have been really cute to see how happy everybody was for them. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, but we don't see that. We do see them with like the apartment empty. And I love Joey. Has it always mm-hmm. been purple? 
Um, and they're just like, oh my gosh, okay, like this is it. Because they're about to go move into the new house. I have a yeah. question about this. Um, yes. Why doesn't Ross or Joey live in the apartment? Because like before they give the keys back, I was just thinking like, is it because now that she's well, officially moving out? Oh, do they? They do. Not in this episode, but in the one one or two back. Um, Monica was like, you know, it's still in Nana's name. Like, do you want to take over? And she's he, Ross is like, it's your apartment. It'll always be your apartment, you know? Um, Just like the end of an era, I guess. I guess his apartment is nice. Like, he likes it. Yeah. And I suppose, even though his kitchen's in the hallway... And I suppose, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, I mean, he could technically live there if just as much as Monica was technically allowed to. Now that he's with Rachel, I feel like it would make sense. But yeah, I get, he probably wouldn't want to live in a purple apartment. I get what you mean. It just seemed, it seemed smart to keep it in the family or like even Joey, yeah. like having a rent controlled yeah. apartment would be great for him. Yeah. I think you get to that point in life though where you're like I don't really want to move <laughs> my stuff's already here he is the one who didn't want to move back into Monica's apartment because yeah his, uh, my stuff's yeah. here he's uh, like uh, I'm tired uh, uh. <laughs> oh. oh yeah so yeah so they suggest maybe time for one more cup of coffee okay where um and matthew perry which we know in his audiobook he said he really wanted the last line because it would like meant so much to him so yeah they got it Mm. Mm. oh my gosh just like high school i guess this is over (laughs) i know i was like oh my gosh and now we have nothing left to talk about what (laughs) oh my gosh renee podcast over oh my gosh we've been saying it for so long we've been joking (laughs) about it for so long it's the end of an era it is crazy this has been really wonderful it has been really fun thank you ashley and thank you to anyone else who is listening for indulging us in your time Thank you, Renee. Um, Thank you to everyone who guest hosted. It was very fun to have you. Yes. Thanks to those who have listened, either for a long time or just for a little time. It's been, I mean, Renee and I always said we were going to do this, even if it was just like literally just the two of us recording this to have it on the air, you know, just just to have it in the archives. But thanks for joining us along the way. Yeah. Thanks to Matt and Ben for, oh, no, just kidding. They didn't do anything. Well, they did give up their partners like every weekend for like six hours at a time for the last five years. So thank you to them for supporting us. Oh, sorry. We can't clean or like pick up the groceries. And neither can you. You can't make any noise in the house because we're recording. Yeah. (laughs) So truly thank you to both of them. Yeah, I guess they get thanked, I I guess. I guess. Um. I guess. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess podcast over. Um, feels very weird. Stay, it feels very weird. I like don't know how to end, but I guess I will leave. We will leave you with this. Um, come back next week because we might have a little something for you. So 
you know, just check the feed next yeah. week. Yeah, there's a little surprise. It's not a second baby. Right. But it, it also kind, kind of, of is. is a second baby. <laughs> just join us next week. Same same podcast, like it'll be in your feed. So just stay yeah. subscribed. We'll just Don't say completely delete us out of your lives yet. Both heartbeats are really strong. So that's great because that we're having a baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're All right. having a baby. Okay, thanks, guys. We love you. We love you. Okay, bye. Bye.